Hello, everybody, and welcome back to All Things Medical Assistant. I am your host for this podcast, Santino Tellez. First and foremost, I want to thank all of those that have returned and to continue to what it is I have to say. And for all the overseas listeners, thank you so much for being a part of this podcast as well. You know, to look at the uh, the analytics page and to see the, the number of countries grow, it's it's just an awesome, empowering feeling. So please uh, continue to listen. And if you're new to the podcast, I hope you stick around. And if you know of anybody that might find this podcast uh, interesting or in the least entertaining, please send them our way. Appreciate that very much. As well, you can check out our blog, allthingsmedicalassistant.com. You'll find the episodes uh, uploaded as they're published. And I have some updating to do. Now, I've been saying that for a couple of years. I've just been so lazy. I have a lot of updating to do, and, and I'll get there. But uh, you'll find a, a address there. Uh, a .com address there to go ahead and, and communicate with us and send us a message, comment, concern, anything uh, you'd like to, you might like to say, and let's let's make uh, let's make you a guest on the show, you know. Um, and if it happens frequent enough, we can make you a co-host. The cool thing about this um, this app, Anchor.fm, is is that we don't need you know expensive equipment. We don't need to be in the same room you know this can be done between mobile devices meaning you can be over there while i'm here you know i'm here in my my my, my den or eating area i got my coffee here and looking out the window and uh it's, it's just awesome you know technology has come so far you know i remember when i first talked about or when i first thought about starting a podcast um, and I'd mentioned this a couple of years ago is, is that I was very scared, very nervous about starting it. You know, I was very worried about uh, failure, you know, and I, and I think that was more um, I think that was more the issue than it was even just, you know, the equipment. And because a lot of people are, you know, they're deterred by the price of stuff these days. It's just ridiculous. You know, when you think about the price of equipment for a podcast, because when you see on TV, I mean, you've got guys that have or gals that have, you know, a setup, you know, they've got, they've got sound cards that are, you know, huge, integrative, you know, they've got multiple screens. It's just, it's just, it's just crazy to think, you know, that, that, you know, it could cost so much, you know, so I ended up finding all my equipment on, on Amazon, you know, and I spent maybe about 150 bucks on everything, you know, microphone, sound card, uh, power boost, everything, you know, and that's how I was able to start. Again, technology has come so far that, you know, I'm here speaking directly into my iPad Pro. So hopefully, you know, this comes out, um, this, you know, the, the sound quality comes out good here. So, uh, again, you know, technology is great. And, you know, if we can get you on the show as a host or rather as a guest, you know, let's do it. You know, send, uh, send me a message. And again, you know, we don't have to be in the same room. You can be where you're at if you're overseas or if you're in another state or in another city. Get a hold of me and, and we'll make this uh, we'll make this a reality. I'd like to know what everybody else out there is thinking. All right, guys. So you know, today I want to talk about uh, something that is really really important. Something that unfortunately not everybody has access to. You know, uh, it's either you come from a household of financial means, or you're at the poverty level where you can obtain funds that you don't have to repay, you know, through the government, or maybe you're, you're lucky enough to work for an employer that offers tuition assistance, 
Uh, and, you know, and, and that segues into what I'm talking about today is an education. You know, an education is very important. You know, an education is an education gets you to where or where you want to be on, on, on many, many levels. Right. I mean, look at it this way. To be a medical assistant, you have to obtain an education. You know, when I when when I moved here from El Paso to Seattle, um, I already had an MA certificate. Um, yeah, I got it from 1993, went on, and uh, you know, went, got back into school to become an EMT. Then got back into school to become a surgical technologist. You know, and it's that certificate. And I remember my mom telling me a long time ago, is is that you know, it's that paper. You know, it's that paper that gets you to where you need to be. And the biggest influence, though, I have to say, is my grandfather. You know, he sat on the school board for 19 years. He defended South El Paso, the poor kids. You know, he fought for them to get the same as the West Side kids. You know, he was a great guy. He did a lot for for the Educational Institute and Academia there in El Paso. Um, you know, and I'm very proud of it. Uh, so, yeah, you know, through my grandfather, I learned how important an education is. And I remember when he had passed away, God rest his soul, is, is that he had only asked two things of me. The day that he passed away, I had found him in bed. Um, is he asked that I do two things? One was is to you know take care of my mother, which I do. You know she lives in the same home, and two to finish my education. He didn't care what it was, just finish the educa- finish my education. You know and that's always stuck with me. You know I mean I was that brat growing up because I was. I came from a family of, you know, financial means and influence and political influence. I was a spoiled brat. I did what I wanted to do, you know. So I dropped out of high school, got back in, dropped out again, got back in. You know, I was just, I was a fucking hot mess. Anyway, so I finally, you know, got to the end goal. And, you know, and here I am. And, and because of that and, and pursuing my educational, you know, goals, you know, I am where I'm at. You know, I'm with the University of Washington now. I'm in an urgent care. You know, when I came to Seattle, there's no reciprocity between Washington and Texas. So I had to take, you know, MA school again. And I went to a, a school called Everest College that was here. They ended up getting in trouble, you know, after, you know, a couple of years after I graduated, they got in trouble for inflating their, their statistics. I think they got in trouble because they were saying that the job placement rate was as, was higher than what it really was. Um you know, and, and yeah, so apparently, you know, some people didn't have to, uh, repay their tuition. Some people didn't have to, um, you know, pay anything back. And, uh, I think even some, some students got out of their responsibility to, uh, to pay their debt. But anyways, but, but overall, you know, it's, 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 it's the journey to get there, to obtain that, that goal, to obtain that, that goal to get to, to obtain that that end that end space where you want to be, whether it's you know certificate, associates, you know a BA, a, a PhD, you know, or or whatever, um, it's 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 a hell of a long road, you know. Uh, and, and unfortunately, they're like I was saying, you know, either you're from a family or a household with money, or you're at a certain poverty level, or you know you. Or you're stuck in the middle, you know, fortunate, you know, that's where I come in, you know, I'm, I'm stuck in the middle, you know, um, I'm, I'm, I don't have the money I used to have, I'm not actually, I'm, I'm not I'm nowhere near poverty, but I'm, I'm stuck in that middle to where I have to find resources to obtain my education, and right now, you know, the union that, that takes care of us uh, at the university, uh, they provide tuition assistance, uh, during the year, and also being a state employee, I, I get a benefit of uh, obtaining six credits per quarter. But even that's that's a bitch because 
um, there has to be a class that's left over after everyone else has registered. So you got to wait until day four of the quarter in order to pick up a sloppy second rather than, you know, given the ability to, to choose, you know, first hand like everybody else. But, you know, beggars can be choosers. And I've obtained a lot of classes that way, you know, and I thank my higher power for that. Uh, good coffee. So, you know, why is this so important? You know, I mean, a lot of us tend to, you know, through our career, you know, a lot of us tend to either be happy where we're at because I've worked with medical assistants that are in their 50s, 60s. I think one was in was in his 70s and he was totally happy to be where he's at. You know, he was making a good income and really didn't need that, didn't feel the need to move any forward, you know. I've worked with people that um, hate their job because they've lost their interest or they've gotten into the wrong field, you know, or they've gotten into so much trouble or, again, you know, financial means is an issue. And, 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 you know, it's unfortunate how hard it is and how expensive it is to get an education, you know, and, and I'm not saying that, you know, those from other countries that immigrate or citizens, naturalized citizens, whatever, you, everybody deserves, everybody deserves an education. Hear me. Everybody deserves an education. But I feel sometimes um, our own people get forgotten. Case in point, when I lived in El Paso, I went to UTEP, University of Texas, El Paso. And even though I worked for a family business and had money, I had told my grandfather, no, I want to you know, do this on my own. He said, well, I'll pay for it. You know, I'll pay for how many, I said, no, no, grandpa, let me, let me try and do this on my own. You know, I wanted to be, and I just, I wanted to be proud, you know. So I remember, you know, uh, registering and getting into the university, you know, really excited. You know, they have one of the top nursing programs, top, one of the top uh, architectural schools. And just, you know, I was like elated, you know, oh, I've gotten to university. It was a big thing, you know. And, um, Filed for financial aid. I got financial aid and I was able to start taking courses. Well, then I got done with that semester. But then when I went back for the following semester, you know, the amount that I got wasn't as much, but it was still enough to cover classes. So I had enough to go for a few quarters and then, or semesters. And then uh, one year I was told, well, you, there's not enough money out there. You know, there's we don't have enough money here, you know, to provide to you. You'll have to take out loans. And I was very confused by that because all this time, I mean, I was making good grades. I was, you know, I had great attendance. And why all of a sudden do I not have access to these classes financially like I did before? So I look into the statistics, statistics and I look into everything. And it turns out that, you know, those that come in from Mexico or those that come in from other countries, uh, apparently somehow... You know, they're they're given first choice or they're given first dibs. And I remember when I started going to school here, when I was living in Capitol Hill, going to Seattle Central College, um, you know, these, you know, there's a, there's a huge Asian population here, you know, and they were just on top of it, always there. And they got the first of everything, you know, they got they got the dib on it, you know, and next thing you know, the government only gives you what they can what they can afford to give you, you know. And, and that's just the way it's been, you know. And so, yeah, so I feel like our own people get forgotten, just like everything else. You know, our own veterans get forgotten. 
you know, our own citizens get forgotten because the U.S. is so into, you know, giving everything to everybody else, they forget about their own. Like I said, everybody deserves the best. I don't care, you know, unless you're a murderer or molester or rapist, you don't deserve shit. But, you know, um, you know, you, you've got to be, you've got to be a value as an individual. You've got to be somebody who... Who not just qualifies, but is, is worth because an education's a, it's 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 a right, you know, but it's a privilege to get funding and get money. So it's a privilege, you know. That's what it feels like now. Where before it used to be a right, you know. Yes, we'll help you get through school. The U.S. government, yes, will help you. education. Yes, the education department, yes, will help you get through school. Now it's it's like pulling teeth, you know. But you can't lose sight. You can't lose sight. You got to do what you got to do. So. You know, when I started, I started at Seattle Central Community College, and 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 my plan was to get prerequisites done for physician's assistant school. Now, I wanted to be a PA since I can remember. I'm 47 years old, you know, and I still want to be a physician's assistant. And it's really cool because people are becoming physician's assistants later in life, you know, up until their early uh, 50s. And I guess it gives you 20 years to... To, to be a to, to be a, a, a productive provider. I mean, we're living a lot longer and healthier nowadays, right? But um, you know, in El Paso, I went to a clinic because I rolled my ankle, and that's when I first, you know, became uh, exposed to a physician's assistant. I was like, wow, this is great, you know. And especially these days, it's so expensive to run a practice. You know, it's it's, it's so expensive to open a practice and to pay your malpractice. You know, I mean, these insurance companies just fucking just gouge you because it's such a litigious society. People want to sue for fucking everything, everything, you know. And either you you have a huge business. And you have enough people working under you to afford it, or you become part of another entity that can pay for your malpractice, you know. And that's fine. I mean, that's that's your choice to uh, to take on later on. But again, you know, uh, getting that education was was horrible. It was hard. So you know, in 2010, I went back to school, Seattle Central Community College. Um, at that time, the college had a payment plan, so I was paying out of pocket, right? They had a payment plan, so like I think every uh, month um, you had to put down, uh, you had to put down a deposit and then or an initial payment uh, at a percentage, and then every month, you know, over the next three months, you you, you paid in intervals an interval amount. Now back then, though, I mean, a class was like six, seven hundred dollars. Now it's ridiculous. Now it's up to about a thousand, you know, eleven hundred, some up to two thousand per five to six credits. <clears throat> so, you know, I was able to start. You know, I mean, I start. I'm horrible. So I started math eighty four. I did well in my Englishes. I did awesome in my my um, my my sciences. But when I got closer to, you know, applying for physician's assistant school in two thousand fifteen. <clears throat> Excuse me. I I learned that I needed to you know pick up the pace, so I ended up going to North Seattle Community College as well. So I was going to two campuses for quite about three years, maybe. So I was going to two campuses and working full time. So you know classes are Mondays and Thursdays, or Tuesdays or Mondays and Wednesdays, Tuesdays and Thursdays, right? So at one campus I'm going Monday and Wednesday, and another campus I'm going Tuesday and Thursday, and yeah, that was a pain in the ass because. You know, I was driving everywhere, especially when Lily Olive came around. You know, I mean, I spent a lot of time away from her. But yeah, I was going to school part-time and working full-time because I was preparing to become a physician's assistant. Well, you know, I applied for it, and it's a program that's hosted by the University of Washington. And I applied for it, 
and to, I, I spent a whole year on that application, polishing it, getting the grades. I applied, obviously, no interview because I'd be a PA by now. But, you know, it was a fight. <clears throat> Excuse me. Go, 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 go. You know, get there, get there, get there, get there, get there. And that's, and that's been my, my, my purpose for continuing my education. And even now, <clears throat> excuse me, even now, I'm, uh, you know, I'm a student at Central Washington University. I'm currently taking year or two in Spanish. Oh, Santino, you're fluent in Spanish. Why are you taking it? Well, because I took German and hated it and I don't want to take French. So, yeah, so uh, Spanish it is. But, um, <clears throat> excuse me, so... Um, you know, there it's you know I, I again I'm getting tuition assistance from the union and, and, and I'm, I'm, I try to obtain more classes with uh, the tuition exemption program as being a state employee. But it was crazy because when I was at the University of Washington, you know, I, I, the first class I, I ever took was about two thousand dollars, two thousand dollars for a five six credit course. That is unbelievable. The thing about the University of Washington is, is that I mean, it's 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 a good university. It it you know it, it boasts you know the number one, one of the top medical schools, one of the top medical centers. It's got you know one of the top nursing programs. It's got it's got uh, like a, a, a aerospace program. I mean, it's just awesome. You know, they're they're heavily indebted into the the sciences. So you get this huge influx of students from around the country, and I assume the world. And they've got the money to pay. So the university's bringing in all these kids that got the money, you know. And then these young kids that, you know, f- you know, that can afford or they're able to get the, the financial assistance and or the tuition assistance, financial assistance to the Department of Education. And still even then, man, it's expensive. I think something was like twenty, twenty-five thousand a year to go there. And that's basically for for uh, a, a basic uh, bachelor's. You know, and that's just insane. So, you know, I eventually had to leave um, the University of Washington because it's just too expensive and they didn't have any more classes that I could get online, you know. So I transferred back to Central Washington University where I was previously. And, you know, now I think I'm maybe a year away from obtaining my psychology degree and I'll be working on my another application for PA school. So you see there, I'm just talking about, you know, a little bit of the trial and tribulations that I've had just trying to obtain an education, you know. I mean, I've had to change schools. I've had to, you know, try and find a way to, to, to finance and support, you know. And even now with what, I, with what I can afford, I can only take one class at a time. But it's very, very important because, it's, you know, physician's assistant is where I want to be. My daughter, I love her, Lily Olive, thinks that I'm a doctor, you know. I can't let her down. I got to go, go, go. I got to be that, that doctor. I got to be that PA. I got to, I got to do it, you know, and, 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 and yeah, you know, it's not fair for me to say, if I can do it, you can do it because not everybody's of the mindset to obtain their, their education. Not everybody wants to go to school. Not everybody wants to, you know, fight and try and find monies to get an education. Not everybody wants to do that. You know, you have to be a particular, you have to be a particular kind of a person to want to get your education. But when you do, it's worth it. You have to. You know, one thing I can't really tolerate are people that are miserable and they complain and they're stuck and they don't know what to do. And they go to school. I hate my job. I hate my go to school, go to school, 
You know, there um, every day there are people graduating that hated their job. You know, every day there are people that are graduating that felt stuck in their career or and their path. You know, but they did it. You know, and at 47, I get tired just taking one class, but you know, I I, I do it because I have to, and it's because I have to. I do it for myself, you know, and for my daughter. My daughter primarily is, and primarily it's for me, but this is as well for my daughter because financially, I need to get to a point where, you know, I can just say, boom, I've worked, I've earned it. What do you want? So. You got to remember, guys, an education is the number one thing. An education is the best way to go. You know, our, my, you know, my daughter's in the first grade, and, and we've had that talk about why school is important. At one time, she thought it wasn't, but, you know, I told her, hey, yeah, it's important, you know. So, you know, when I look back on how far I've come, and I, and, I, and, I, and, I, and I can actually revel at how much money I'm making now, I'm doing pretty good. It's because of the education. It's because of the role that I've taken. It's because of the certificates that I have. It's because of that, you know. I mean, I've been offered multiple, you know, I mean, I can go out and become a, you know, work as a surgical technologist and work as, you know, whatever I want because I have the education behind me. So it's very important, guys. You know, you've got to go forward. You got to think about where it is you want to be in life. You know, and if you're stuck in a career, move forward. Look at look at opportunities. If you're afraid of failure, you know, find a way to come to terms with that. You're not going to know unless you get into it first. You're not going to know unless you start taking school. You know, taking classes and start school and seeing what it's like. It's probably a lot easier than what you think. Test anxiety. Ah, oh, shit. I got some of the worst test anxiety you're ever going to know. But I tend to do. You know. Well, the sciences, I tend to do well. So, yeah, it's it's you need to give yourself a chance. I think people don't give themselves enough of a chance initially to to become that person that they want to be. And you've got to remember, you know, if you're that person that's a state of mind, I, I, okay, I'll say this. I think everybody deserves to be that their best that they can be. Even those of you that just are lazy and stuck at home, you know, or that decide to feed off of the government, whatever, even you can have it in you. You know, those that decided to feed off of the welfare product, you got it in you. You got it in you if you want it, if you want it. If you don't, that's your deal, man. If you keep complaining, that's your deal. That's your fault. You've got to be able to get up and say, hey, this is what I want and go for it. You know, very, very important. So I just wanted to, to talk about how important, you know, an education is. And I hope hopefully I made, I hope I made sense, you know, and maybe somewhere out there, there's somebody who's kind of, you know, teeter tottering or wondering what maybe hopefully it's be a little influential. Yes. I'm not the best student. Okay. But I do well because of the interest that I hold in want to obtain my education. If you have that interest, that vested interest, you'll do well, you'll do fine and you'll go and you'll go far, but you have to have that discipline and that interest for it. So dig down deep inside yourself and figure, hey, is this what I want? Is this what I want to do? Is this where I want to be? Make a move. Give yourself a chance. Try it out once. And if it's not for you, then stop it. Maybe later on down the line, it'll become important for you to to unobtain it. Okay. So guys, give yourselves a chance. And you know, and it's and it's the way to. It's the only way to get along these days financially. You know, uh, uh, you know, there's there's people out there that have to work two jobs while they get. 
while they get an education. There are people that have to work nights. There are people, you know, there's all kinds of situations, scenarios, and, and, and ways to obtain it. And, you know, to those out there, the single parents that have to work night shift or that have to work two jobs, you know, those out there that are just struggling, obtaining, and working for the education, kudos to you. I'm proud of you. You have it a lot harder than I do, you know, and I wish you the best. Okay, guys, Santino Teas for All Things Medical Assistant. Don't forget to check out the blog, allthingsmedicalassistant.com. Get a hold of us here. We'll get you as a guest on here and maybe a host, co-host. And again, remember, guys, in this day and age and everything going on, let's go and let's, let's just let's be a, a steward of our community. Let's take care of each other because right now, you know, we need to come together as a community and, and understand each other on, 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 on every level we can to understand what we need to do for each other. All right, guys. Um, have a good day and please be safe.